Welcome to the Dell EMC Tech Select Podcast. This is the show that covers the Dell EMC Elect members and special guests who are at the front lines of modernizing, automating, and transforming data centers with industry-leading servers, storage, cloud computing solutions, and converged infrastructure technology. Without further ado, let's jump in to the next conversation. Greetings uh, from the Dell Tech Select podcast brought to you by the Dell EMC Elect community and you find us now at uh, another VM World conference sounds like we're at the same conference but we're actually in another geographic location in Europe called Barcelona uh, so we're at the VM World uh, Europe show we're on the Monday which is actually the partner day um, and I'm here with a, a good old friend a previous podcast interviewee and current Dell EMC Elect member uh, Andrew Miller. Welcome back, Andrew. Thank you. I think last time I saw you, uh, you were on my side of the pond, and, and now I'm on your side of the pond. Yeah. So. Yep. We're, we're uh, yeah, uh, we, we follow the shows, which is crazy. Consider this, like, a week between both shows. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. In the U.S., there's Labor Day there, so I had a, a three-day week at home and a bunch of work work, and then getting ready to come over here and get over <laughs> jet lag and, and see a FC Barcelona game before that. So, you know, it's, awesome. it's, it's not all yeah, work, yeah, but yeah, yeah, mostly yeah. work. Mostly work, exactly. No, I got, I got in yesterday on a very early flight, but a direct one for once, not flying through Amsterdam. Cork is amazing. <laughs> but um, welcome back to the show. Now, the last time we spoke to you, you were in, um, shall we say, a different position than you are now. I, I was. I, yeah. I was in a partner role, and I think even between that, uh, I was at Dell EMC World in Austin, the last one. Yeah. The last one in Austin. That's and, right. Uh, it, was, it was fascinating to see some of the merger and changes that I've even... I've even shifted into a, into a technical marketing role since then from the partner side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And congratulations on the move. But, Thank you. Uh, even though it might be a slightly competitive one. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, I mean, I put it up on Twitter. I, I think I even got this originally from Chad Sackatch, just the, the, the idea that we're in a, we're on different teams, but we're on in the same league. So yeah. that, that always that always stays yeah. true. And who, who knows where we'll be in the future and enjoy what I'm doing and a lot of belief in it. But, you know, I'm not here to push that. Yeah, I, 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 it, and uh, no, it, I mean, what's what's valuable about um, this is particularly about around VMware is VMware is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody's using it. It's common doesn't fabric. matter. It doesn't matter. You know what company you're with. It's 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 part of the infrastructure. It's part of the, it's part of the DNA now. Yes. Of, of IT. Now, we could argue storage versus virtualization, but that's another conversation I actually had with Dr. Jay Metz, currently to listen to that one, um, which was really interesting. I I actually keep repeating that. It's a really, really good thing uh, and discussion about terms and how (laughs) marketers and other people who have um, their own specific ideas kind of uh, jolt (laughs) <laughs> we're not we're not always talking about the same thing. There was even a fascinating conversation at VMworld uh, US with Keith Townsend and uh, Scott Lowe, the other Scott Lowe, where it's even going to digital transformation. Oh and, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam put it, up. A, a it was even getting thing, into yeah. like just this the use of terminology and language in IT is interesting, and sometimes you have terms that even were meant for one specific audience, and then they get so popular that they kind of jump outside that audience, that boundary, yeah. and then where they actually had some decent meaning. When they hit the mass, the mass IT market, if you will, they start to become more meaningless than useful in some ways. Yeah, it's yeah, even yeah. interesting to track that. Yeah. Very, yeah, very, very true. And yeah, it's it's an interesting perspective from a marketing standpoint where terms are used, mm-hmm. and, and it's not necessarily with ill intent. It's more of a, you know, to 
get get the message out there which is what mar- marketing that's what marketing is, is vital mm-hmm. um, if you want to make sales easier marketing is vital and there's nothing wrong with sales because that's how we keep bread on the table and without that we, over my we wouldn't be here in the in these jobs at all yeah, I even exactly. remember when Jeremy Burton uh, went into the CMO role as part of the merger yeah and, and just listening to his perspective I think it was maybe on the hot aisle podcast potentially with uh, mm. Brian Carpenter at the yeah. time and just the role that he saw a CMO playing that wasn't just kind of like marketing marketing and coming from a IT customer technical background but how he laid out how how strategically and technically impactful solid messages can be yeah. when they're consistent all the way down the stack absolutely and speaking of, of which, um, one of the reasons why I wanted you on the podcast is because you're a Dell EMC Elect member and we wanted to catch up with you. But um, you're, you've been to VMworld Vegas, which is mm-hmm. only two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You're here now in VMworld Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, I'd like to get your perspective of the overall VMware ecosystem mm-hmm. from your perspective as a technologist and also maybe as a former customer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, are you, what are you reckoning about VMware from that point of view? So th- there are a couple couple thoughts, and I'll try and keep them in summary level, and then we'll dive into wherever it makes sense. But <laughs> started out on the customer side for seven years, and actually started out with VI3. And this was back when VMware had a kind of the classic low-touch sales organization. Like, yeah. I, I never saw my VMware rep, but it didn't bother me. I could There were VMUGs, and I could set up the software and, and play with it and explore it and, and get it going, that kind of thing. Uh, then eventually, when I was on the partner side, uh, where we did a lot of implementation, you could kind of start to see the ecosystem expanding because I was with a, a NetApp partner and then, and then for a long time with an EMC partner. Yeah. Of course, that's how, how we end up meeting a, a company named Vero. And there was this expansion where VMware had grown to do- so dominate the market that they didn't have any choice but to start to expand out beyond that. Mm-hmm. And there were, there were some interesting um, trial steps there, obviously with VDI, that's been a, a long road and been successful overall. Mm-hmm. There were some like v, vCloud Air that didn't really work out, if you will, yeah, but yeah. The, the themes and the goals have been recast with Amazon and AWS. And mm-hmm. that was even fascinating that on some of these topics, I mean, they know they need to get to certain places. They're not inherently sure, even as the market leader in, in some areas, they're not inherently sure how to get there, but, but, they're, but they're not going to give up. I, I loved when Andy Jassy and Pat Gelsinger were on stage. And Andy even making some kind of, kind of interesting comments where he poked a little bit, at, you know, real announcements with solid integration versus ones that were a little more uh, marketing level announcements. And, and, and I mean, how, however he liked to say that, right? But there's, there's commitment from a VMware side on getting to the cloud, however they need to do it. But recognition that their, their strength and ownership is, on, is in the on-premises data center. The, the last theme that I found fascinating was coming from a world of, uh, standard vSwitches, distributed virtual switches, yeah. that kind of thing, that, that now, there was even some great commentary on the cube from uh, Stu Miniman and Dave Furrier and Dave Vellante and Wikibon folks about this, that uh, whenever you peel back the layers at VMware right now, you find NSX pretty quickly. Yeah. And so that there's a goal, it's being stated publicly, but but wherever you look, it's, it's borne out, it's just not a public statement about, you know, NSX, Pat Gelsinger is the next 10, five or 10 years of, of where VMware is going, building on top of vSphere but it's already underneath a lot of their strategy and products and go to market mm-hmm. already right now. So mm-hmm. th- those were kind of the major major themes at a, at a high level. And it was fa- it's been fascinating to me to just see the evolution and the expansion and, and, and determination at VMware, even though some folks might have written them off a little bit a couple years ago yeah, from a relevancy yeah. standpoint, but but they're still still relevant and almost kind of getting their, their mojo back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, which um, I think it was Justin Warren that coined that. Um, 
Uh, you know Justin? I do. Yeah, I yeah. Do. I think I he actually he, saw him in, he, saw him yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, so I think he, he, I think he was the first one to say that mm-hmm. in an article, and it just kind of got got a bit viral across the, um, the platforms. But it, it's true. I mean, the the I felt that the show was huge, twenty five thousand. Mm-hmm. I, I I think even in Fear Grand Via having attended previous VM Worlds, it seems bigger. Uh, although mm-hmm. this is like the the first day, I'm I'm actually expecting it to be a lot bigger than, uh, especially the way things are spread out. There's an expectation of about. I don't know. No, we're, we're also sitting right near the people with the coffee canisters on their back, so oh, yeah, yeah, I feel like this is going to be a magnet for anybody walking around. <laughs> <laughs> if they have Wi-Fi on top of that, it'll be awesome <laughs> as well. But um, no, I mean, you know, you're you you've been in the industry, you, you've trans, you've transitioned through partnerships and so mm-hmm. forth. You're you're looking at VMware. If you were just to play sort of a, on on the t- on the technology side of it for somebody who's interested in enterprise IT mm-hmm. and, and the way the ecosystem is just changing rapidly mm-hmm. what would your advice be to someone who's getting started in this industry or who's trying to yeah. pivot in some mm-hmm. way shape or form I mean if you were looking at it from the outside coming in yep so uh, this is actually uh, ironically I've had some of these conversations both with uh, my cousins and some folks who look me up on LinkedIn from the same college you know and I've got a lot of respect for people who are um, not not annoying, but are like motivated to, to, to get advice, yeah. and I can respect that a lot. And, and the whole kind of pay it forward, pay it back, if you will. So, the the, the two thoughts on my end, and these may be maybe obvious, but you know, still, there's still a lot of value, and I think sometimes it's getting discounted in some of the core VMware technologies if you don't know them because it's a foundation to the data just data centers mm-hmm. around the world. And so mm-hmm. like, I was even in a conversation last night and someone was kind of making fun of someone for renewing their VCP a little bit. I'll, I'll leave the names out. But, <laughs> but I actually think there's still a lot of value um, in VCP or some of the earlier ones because that will make sure that you know vSphere, you know DRS, you know HA, you know just the building blocks that things uh-huh. are built on. Beyond that then, whether it's um, a cloud guru or even some of the plural site stuff, a cloud guru has some great AWS stuff because VMware has made absolutely clear that uh, they are partnering up with Amazon. And so if you're going into a vSphere shop or you want to get in from that side, um, knowing both the foundation of where things are, and it's not going to shift too fast because it's just mm-hmm. dominant. I mean, we'd like to call the com- hypervisor a commodity, but ESX is still dominant for better or worse, even with Hyper-V and Acropolis, all these coming up. But then also uh, being able to build out to where things are going from an Amazon perspective. We could say Microsoft Azure, we could say Google Cloud, but especially some of the courses on A Cloud Guru and some of the base associate certifications for AWS, I think yeah. you, you pair up those two aspects and you've got a really strong entry. And those are things that don't cost a lot of money, so there's not a huge barrier to entry mm-hmm. if you're trying to get started out in IT. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, pairing yeah. those up together, I think, can be really powerful. That's interesting. Um, I'm your Actually, this week, are you going to try and get out to some of the sessions? I am. I've uh, I've, I've I've got one from a, a company perspective. I've actually got one as well. Uh, really appreciate what Alistair Cook and V Brownbag. Uh-huh. I've got one yeah. where I'm doing that's a community session there. Uh, that's around um, mental models and how we learn. Um, I, I loaded up a couple more. Um, my, actually, what my colleague Rebecca Fitzhugh has a great. Um, it's actually a pure VMware session upgrading to vSphere 6.5, the VCDX way. She did that in. Uh, she did that in the U.S. And when okay. I tried to get in, literally they wouldn't even let me in. And I was like, I'm, I'm on her team. I just want to take pictures for Twitter. And then finally they let me in to do that. So there's, there's, a, there's a good number out there that are they're looking really good. Very good. And um, from the perspective of uh, when you wrap up this show, where are you headed? 
Uh, so I am headed back home, fortunately, for about a week. And then spot after that is actually Microsoft Ignite in Orlando. So it'll be my first time down there. Okay. And looking forward to that because I'm doing more, seeing more from an Azure perspective. Uh, and, then, and, then is, and then after that will be my first time. I'm actually fascinated by this next week at Oracle Open World in San Francisco. Uh, I, I actually have done a good bit with Oracle, whether it was um, actually V plus C plus C architectures, running large databases, or even running to data domain. But, but that to me is just going to be a very different show because we've been talking about like the persona. These are DBAs. They care about very different things. Uh-huh, yeah, than, yeah, yeah. It's a very DBA managers. Very, than, than, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say a VMworld. So I'm actually just looking forward to the flavor and even the even the keynotes. Sometimes it's easy easy to write off keynotes, but I actually like keynotes for the overall messaging. And sometimes, if you're in the industry, thinking as much about what people don't say and don't focus yeah, on, you mentioned that as before, much as yeah. for what they do say. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Looking forward to those. Yeah, uh, and uh, as ever, that that should be interesting. I, I attended Oracle Open World in 2011, mm. and yeah, very, very DBA focused. Um, and yeah, it's a it's a very different show. Just like Cisco Live is a different show from a networking point of view. It's a network. It's about the network. Yes. And you know, th- these are critical critical things that that are behind the kind of the boring side of IT, but mm-hmm. very much necessary, very much integral, and very important. Very well, very important. And there's even a lot of value. I mean, to me, this is just classic IT stuff. If we need to be able to work on the customer side, partner side, vendor, if we deal with infrastructure, we need to understand how to make that relevant up the stack. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, DBAs and application owners. They're closer to the business, right? And that's yeah. where we need to go. And being able to speak in their language is is critical. Mm-hmm. It's actually interesting from the storage perspective as well. I, I, I'm, I'm not, act myself, um, from my technical background, when I started with EMC, although I came out of an IT support desk, I focused on switches and routers. Mm. But uh, even so, I mean, storage was the, the element of it. But there's, I actually feel, and this is actually again based on what we discussed with JMets that with storage everybody just kind of I actually feel that storage is akin to that model in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where they sent all all the cleaning personnel mm-hmm. and uh, the for cleaning phones and so forth, and then the the whole planet died of uh, an infection because nobody was cleaning the phones. And I think uh, storage gets a bad rap from the point of view of, you know, the the margins on it are changing. It's Mm -hmm. uh, it's a a big deal, but um, it's still important, and especially if it fails, because everybody's going to be screaming if they, they, you know, they lose stuff. Uh, it's an important element of it that I think the, the whole virtualization versus storage thing should actually work out because I think storage is worth a conversation. Mm-hmm. It is maybe a boring conversation. It should just work, and we're trying to make it just work. But I think I think all companies should kind of reflect on that. That's just me uh, spitballing. This is even where I mean, this is when I partner side for a while. You'd look at most virtualization projects when I say someone says, "Hey, I want to run 100 VMs." Okay, you knew. Yeah. The storage cost of that budget was going to be 50, 60, 7 yeah. percent. And I'd even argue, even with the wave of software-defined stuff and hyper-converged, um, that that's actually, we may have changed where things show up on the balance sheet a little bit, but the persistence of data, which is kind of where we're going yeah, yeah. to, and the reliability and resiliency of that, even though it's taken for granted a little bit, um, there's still actually space, even sometimes in the hyper-converged space, uh, hyper-converged space for more 
resiliency features there because people took them for granted so much that they forgot how much they mattered. And every now and then you hear about these interesting corner cases where yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. ooh, you, you better not take that too much for granted. Still do your resiliency <laughs> testing and pull drives and make sure that all yeah, the yeah. behaviors work the way that you just assume they're going to work because they may or may not. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it, it's it, something to keep in the back of one's mind. And not, I think the industry itself, the, the whole point, I, I think we had a, a podcast with Ted Street last year, which was uh, he had a picture of one man and his dog. And the whole idea was that the, the man was to look after the dog and the dog was to make sure that nobody went near the data center. Right. It's supposed to nobody should be get, getting to the to the depths of having to ruin your life to, to run the data center. But at the same time, I think it's important to reflect that storage isn't just storage. There's IP behind it and there's there's, uh, you know, there's technology, there's thinking and, you know, there's differences. Okay. You want to resiliently test. If I can even back up a little bit, we were talking about just kind of about, about folks trying to get into the industry. There was one other thought, and you actually mentioned folks getting into the data center. It just made me think of it in an odd way. Yeah. But but for a long time, it, it is actually going toward that there's a lot of, I feel like there's still continuing a lot of opportunity in IT. Yeah. It may be a little bit harder to navigate when you're starting out because for a long time you had countless companies that if they, they were going to start out, they would hire a, a general data center admin, a guy who could stand up storage and virtualization, kind of a, you know, Mr. IT kind of guy, yeah. wore all the hats, if you will. And there were there were thousands and tens of thousands of these mm -hmm. roles, almost like in the U.S., the, the baseball minor leagues. I don't have a great example in U.S. with football leagues, yeah, but, yeah. you know, still. Um, but with, with the prevalence of software as a service, of cloud providers, a lot of these basic roles are going away and they yeah. were kind of the feeder roles to get the people to the 201 and the 301 roles and so eventually there's going to be a drought from the the minor leagues or the starting roles so people who are targeted on this that there's going to be still a need for these medium to upper level capabilities mm -hmm. and if you can target those knowing that a lot of the easy ways to get into the market are drying up if, if you consciously choose to go there you can have an advantage just because you may not have as much competition as you did in the past as you're trying to yeah. come up the ranks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair points. So. Uh, absolutely fair points. But uh, again, great to have you on the podcast. Always a, a welcome guest. Um, always interesting to talk to you and catch up. I, I, I didn't really get to catch up with you in Vegas because it was a crazy, crazy show. Very but busy. good to catch up with you here. We had a great V Rock Star. Um, event last night met up with a lot of people mm -hmm. um, some who are just attending VMworld for the first time this year at the European show but a few uh, people who are just died in the wool diehard conference attendees for VMware who are over from the US as well so the thing I loved at V Rockstar last night there were a lot of folks that I didn't know and, and met a good number of new folks and some customers uh, but even walking in this is maybe you could say power of the community there were eight or ten folks that I walked in and already knew, and I tried yeah, to yeah. make sure to chat with them. Not too much, because I want to meet new people, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was awesome to walk into my first time at VMworld Europe, uh, first time at VRockstar here in yeah, Europe, yeah. And, and have folks that I already knew, so power of the yeah. community. It is, uh, the, and uh, that, that's something I, I got caught to, to make a speech about that, and that, I think that's something that I, I reflect on. The power of the community that empowers the individual. You know, mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. that's the way I reflect on it. But. Um, you know, uh, with regards to the show, again, great to have you on board. I, I don't envy you your uh, your conference um, <laughs> attendances. I'm I won't be at Ignite. I won't be at Oracle Open World. I, I will God. say good for you, and, and there may be a little bit shades of sucks to be me at times in that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. 
So this is uh, what we yeah, do. Yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 and it does suck to be you when you're on the road like that because I know I've been, I've been on that. Having done VMworld US and Europe and just with a week between, it's tough. And you know, it's it's great to be here. We get to hang out. We get to do a lot of technology. Uh, at, during the day and at night when we have a beer in our hand we're still talking about tech and it's it's always amazing to do but it is tiring it, it's it's a it's an enjoyable job and you can say it's the best yeah. job at the same time the goal at least for me in these is always I, I never want to be be manipulative but I want to make sure to be intentional with yes. my time yeah because because I am here for yeah. a company here to do things here to meet people build relationships but but, but again not not a, mani a manipulative way, way. Yeah, exactly. and, and this is a fun way to do it I, i'm yeah, not yeah. going to say like i'm i'm so bewildered and you know this is an yeah, awful yeah, yeah. kind of thing but it yeah, is yeah. work so oh, that's great but thanks once again andrew uh, how do people uh haunt you, uh, you can, on twitter uh, so uh you can find me on twitter uh at and driven a-n-d-r-i-v-e-n like it sounds and mm -hmm. uh, i'm still sporadically blogging Okay. At uh, thinkmeta.net, I will even hopefully later today get up a post about how you can catch me at, at VMworld Europe. We'll, we'll see if I actually make that. By the time you hear this podcast, you can, <laughs> you can see if I lied or not about that. Excellent. Um, yeah, so listen, thank you once again. This thank has you. been the Dell Tech Select podcast from VMworld Europe in Barcelona. Thanks. You have been listening to the Dell EMC Tech Select podcast, brought to you by the Dell EMC Elect community. For more episodes, tune in on SoundCloud. You'll also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Feel free to share this show with your friends and colleagues. Feel free to reach out if you'd like to engage the Dell EMC Elect community via our website, dell.2 forward slash Dell EMC Elect. You can also follow us on Twitter via hashtag Dell EMC Elect. We'll see you in the next show.